0: 2020, bringing a Biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Remember you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network. You can listen to us on the AM and FM network around Australia or you can stream us on www.vision.org.au You can hear 2020 from 10 a.m. Eastern Time or 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time on Vision. Well, today we catch up with one of Australia's best-known and arguably best-loved evangelists, Bill Newman. These days, Bill is involved in evangelistic crusades not only in Australia, but primarily he's working overseas. He's back with us today, having recently returned from Indonesia and from India. Bill, welcome back to 2020.
1: Well, it's great to be with you, Neil, and uh, also UCB and the great work that you're doing.
0: Bill, I've got to say there's probably a few Aussies missing you uh, when you used to do those tents, ministry, crusades all around the country. Uh, that was a little bit of a golden era for uh, doing those uh, special evangelistic outreaches. These days, you're overseas and mm-hmm. just got back from Indonesia.
1: Well, I get so nostalgic for those days because, you know, we had a 1,500-seat tent and we had a 6000 seat tents and we had hundreds of places in Australia that we were able to conduct outreach uh, meetings and it was just a thrilling time but then God opened up the way to go into uh, South Pacific and then into the Ukraine and Russia and now we seem to be going a lot into these places in uh, in Southeast Asia Neil so it's very very exciting time.
0: Now, you've just got back from Indonesia. Now, Indonesia, the most populous Muslim country on the face of the earth. Well, and, we uh, think
1: that, but, you know, we've, there's the biggest churches on the face of the earth there, too.
0: <laughs> I wanted uh, to ask you, know, you about that.
1: Yeah, when you go there, it's so exciting. Um, we went to Madame in in, Madame in uh, North Sumatra and uh, had a marvellous time. Madame is the, probably the third largest city in Indonesia and uh, absolutely thrilling Neil, we had a great weekend a great youth night and uh, great meetings very busy sunday you're racing from one place to another one pastor told me and he's got oh quite a number of churches in medan he said we have over a hundred people every week that are giving their lives to christ so these churches run into the thousands of people you have one a <laughs> lot of people come in then they empty that out and another lot come in it's just so exciting to see what God is doing in these cities in Indonesia, Neil.
0: Bill, when we watch the news, usually it's something negative, some sort of demonstration, some sort of Islamic threat, and uh, churches, of course, in some parts of Indonesia under threat. What you're saying is that the majority of churches in Indonesia are thriving and and there are people coming to Christ, as you say, every week.
1: You know, I see the uh, young pastors, I say, look, don't go to England or America to study church growth. Go to indonesia the only thing that is a bit of a problem is is the language but look they really know how to build churches neil they are goers uh, there was one guy in Palembang. he was a converted gangster some years ago and he and his wife oh they've done they've got this huge church in that city and they've got about 27 other churches that are planted in the immediate area plus many others right throughout the whole of indonesia so God is working, it's it's opening to the gospel like a flower in Indonesia and it's absolutely a thrill to go there to proclaim Christ.
0: Bill, how do they do that these days? Uh, do they have a coordinated churches uh, program where they're getting people together and they're saying, hey, you know, Bill Newman's flying in from Australia, a big crusade, is that the way they coordinate it these days?
1: Well, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's kind of like uh, the, the the old iceberg illustration where you have the third on the top and two thirds under the water. <laughs> and once you go there and you have the great meetings, there's a lot of preparatory work over uh, under the surface. We've got a great point guy who's in Singapore who's actually Indonesian himself, but he helps to coordinate those meetings. And uh, that's why we see the great blessing that we do. You know, I've often said that a crowd is not a miracle. A crowd is hard work. It's what God does in the crowd, becomes the miracle and when you see these crowds coming together and you proclaim christ and uh, I always have darren brown with me who's a top singer and uh, then we proclaim christ and you give the invitation and uh, you see these wonderful responses and the whole of the front of the auditorium is packed with people giving their lives to christ and they really mean it neil and the follow-up of these churches is second to none they really know how to build churches
0: today. Interesting when you say they really mean it, Bill, because uh, sometimes you can get the impression uh, uh, when you see someone come forward uh, for salvation, you think, I wonder whether this is a full-blown, genuine, heartfelt commitment to Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you've got a, a situation like Indonesia where there is in some respects uh, some persecution that would come against Christians, you know that those who are responding to Christ are really genuine.
1: They're on the cutting edge, and they really mean business. Uh, you know, like it's, it's, it's the old story, of the, sower, the sower and the seed, and of course Billy Graham used to call them inquirers. He would never call them converts. But at least it's, it's where we can get them into a one-to-one situation where we can share Christ and uh, that's that's the beauty of the invitation so uh, but what a thrill neil you would be absolutely thrilled and those listening to us as they could just see people coming and uh, they might be laughing but more often they're crying and weeping as they come and Give their lives to Jesus Christ. It's it's just a privilege for us to go there.
0: The passion of the people in Indonesia, Bill. Uh, how does it? I mean, you know, Aussies. We sort of got an idea about our Aussie spirituality, our Aussie Christian faith. Mm. How does it compare uh, the Christians in Indonesia? Is it the is it the same sort of passion? Is it a greater passion? Are there different issues altogether?
1: Yeah, I wish I could scoop everybody listening to us right now and take us all into some of these situations, and the enthusiasm, the joy, would just rub off. They passionately love the Lord. And, uh, you know, uh, you come back here, and I don't want to sound disparaging, but it's like hitting a brick wall again, you know, <laughs> and you need to go to these places to keep seeing, to keep saying, I tell you, because uh, you see so many wonderful things happening there. In fact, uh, we're about to go to um, uh, to Megaliah. Now, Meghalaya is up in the northeast. And mountains of India. We've been there before, and uh, in Shillong, the capital of Meghalaya state, the, uh, we had a hundred thousand people in the stadium, Neil, and they are experiencing no big deal with us because it's happening as sovereignly. They're experiencing revival. The Welsh missionaries went there many years ago. They had a meeting two or three years ago to celebrate that. The Spirit of God just dropped on those meetings, and it broke out again and uh, the young people are packing the churches every night they're coming off drugs and alcohol uh you know they have to send them home (laughs) 10 11 o'clock at night but they're back the next night because there's such a powerful move of the spirit of god up in those areas we went to nagaland a little while ago the same thing is happening there so those um who are listening to us now we would really value your prayer as we go back to uh, Meghalaya, northeast india right up in the mountains uh, there's the Kassi people, different to people in the lowlands in India, beautiful people, very, very sweet people. But, um, you know, there's a great movement of God happening there.
0: Bill, stay with us because we'll follow up some more on your experience in India and what you're anticipating this time around. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Newman, one of Australia's best known and most loved evangelists. We're back talking with Bill in just a short while. You're listening to the 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. We're back now with Australia's best-known evangelist, Bill Newman. Many listening today may have been in a Bill Newman evangelistic crusade over the years, where Bill came to town and stood before the crowds preaching the gospel. Some may have even gone forward at an altar call appeal and asked Jesus to come into their lives. Bill, seeing people come to Christ is nothing new to you. Very soon you're off to India again and in India the crowds are just huge.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's very exciting, particularly up in Meghalaya and Nagaland. As I said before, you know, we, we had 100,000 people. How many people did you get to the the football? Maybe 60 or 70, but 100,000 people packed in the stadium all passionately worshipping and serving the Lord Jesus Christ and, of course, we're just seeing so much blessing up there because they're experiencing sovereign revival, Neil. The Spirit of God has just descended on their place and uh, you can sense it in the air. There's a there's a passion for Christ and the young people are coming to the Lord. It's very, very exciting.
0: Bill, what goes through your mind? You're in a stadium, 100,000 people uh, there to hear you preach. Uh, you deliver your most powerful Uh, message of the gospel and you give that altar call at the end and you invite people to come forward uh, to uh, to receive christ what does it feel like when you stand there and you begin to see the crowds uh, start to rustle and move and then all of a sudden there's there's thousands and even i'm not you'll let you tell me how many but tens of thousands i guess even just coming forward out of the crowd
1: You've got, to watch, you've got to watch your emotions at that time. Um, I could crack up and start weeping as I see people coming to the cross and trusting the Savior, but um, really you've got to be kind of like a surgeon if you like, you know, and uh, you've got to keep on the cutting edge and, and not let what you're doing really affect you because uh, you've got to keep your wits about you because um, so many things are happening. The devil is out there. He's trying to destroy because all hell is breaking loose. The devil doesn't want to see this. And in evangelism, you've got to make sure that you've got on the the whole armor of God and you're really praying and asking God to to cover you and the the protective power of the blood of Christ. When you go into these situations, because... um, But I tell you, there's nothing like it, Neil. When you see these people, and uh, afterwards, when I see some of the... um, the videoing and the taping and I look at the faces of these people and they're, 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 they're kneeling on the ground and they're weeping and crying and uh, others are just hugging each other and the tears are flowing down their cheeks. Sometimes we've had pouring rain, torrential rain. Nothing stops them. They're standing knees deep in mud, so, well ankle deep anyway. And uh, the rain is just pouring down and, but they're, there's nothing stopping them from giving their lives to
0: Christ. Bill, you are a gifted evangelist. And, uh, of course, we could talk about the scriptures and saying that you are a gift to the body of Christ, a person who is an evangelist, someone who is operating in their gift. Uh, when you first started out, when you first thought, uh, you know, this is a gift that God's given to me to lead people to Christ, did you ever anticipate that you'd be standing before the stadium with 100,000 people in it?
1: <laughs> Lewis Balao says something, he says, the biggest door swing on the smallest of hinges. And uh, it's just, if we're obedient to one little step, God sends us on to another little step. When you think of say something like uh, Billy Graham and no one could ever compare what we do because he's such an incredible guy. But when you think of just as a young boy, he was milking cow- cows for his dad, and you today is one of the great leading statesmen in the world, you know, it's, it's just all of God and uh, nothing of ourselves, you know. Uh, I think of that verse in Ephesians, under me whom least, less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I might proclaim among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and what a privilege, Neil, when you think of just how weak and you really are, but it, it 's the power of the message and the spirit of God working through the proclaimed word that really does the work.
0: Bill, there would be those listening to our conversation now who would recognize in their own life something of a gift of the evangelist, uh, whether that be just because they're just able to lead people to the Lord in a special way or because they're somehow or other driven along those sorts of lines where they keep thinking about evangelism. They have dreams and visions about standing in front of that stadium of 100,000 like you're doing. There's something coming up a little later this year. I know you've been wanting to uh, talk about, and that is that conference for itinerant evangelists. Uh, what's actually happening with that? When's it happening, and how can people connect with you for it?
1: Newcastle, uh, November 15 to 17. Now it's thrilling. Louis Balayon, who came out with Billy Graham some years ago and went to Newcastle, well, they're having another City Fest down there. But on the Friday and Saturday, they're tying that in with um, a conference for for evangelists, that's aspiring evangelists and those who are seasoned in the work of evangelism. And it's going to be a very exciting time. Look, um, people listening to us, look, if if, uh, they've got it, and of course, God's not a cookie-cutting God. You know, there's different styles of evangelism, and the more that we're going on, we're seeing some very creative styles of evangelism whether it's in uh, going out where they're having um, racing car meets and there's evangelism flowing there and different other ways uh, that God is working in different other ways to see uh, people being, um, you know, hearing the gospel. But we're going to have this great time. There's uh, a lot of preparation going into it. There's going to be a lot of work and a lot of uh, talk. But uh, anybody that can possibly make that, that's uh, the, the 16th of November, the 16th of November, 16, 17, and 18, Lewis Palau is in Newcastle, and we'll be having these uh, special times together
0: so bill that's the 16th 17th 18th of november it's a conference for itinerant evangelists i'll point people to your website too at www.bnm that stands for bill newman ministries that's bnm.org.au bill newman it is always good catching up thanks for being with us today on 2020
1: well, God bless you, Neil, and all the great work that you're doing.
0: Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.